Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Great pleasure to be with you as we go to Hour 3. By the way, during the week, you can catch us on Fox Business Network. The name of the show is Kudlow. Monday through Friday, every day, 4 to 5 p.m. If you can't get there at 4 p.m., then just text your favorite 9-year-old, and she will teach you how to DVR the show. We do rerun the show at 7 p.m. on FBN also, if you miss it at 4 So there's really no excuse. And here, you can get us live on the Internet, live streaming on the Internet, LarryKudlowShow.com, LarryKudlowShow.com, heard all across the country, throughout the world, and the solar system, including the Milky Way, whatever the Milky Way is. I've never really understood that. I think it's a star formation. Anybody, somebody that knows the Milky Way, undoubtedly is Nancy Tengler, CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Laffer Tangler Investments. We're trying to find Jim LeCamp and Morgan Stanley. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. We just talked to Nancy Tangler for a good while. Nancy, welcome back as always. And the front page of this morning's Wall Street Journal, uh, the stock market rally sputters in the new world of soaring bond yields. How about that for a headline? And we've got, let's see, the... S&P 500 fell 3.6% in the third quarter. And the S&P, let's see, the uh, price earnings multiple is 18 times. And they're talking about this tech stocks, particularly tech stocks uh, were down in the third quarter. Their multiples have fallen from 28 to 24, but 24 is still pretty high. The 10-year average is 18 and a half. So, you know, doesn't look that great. The S&P was off 32 points this past week. The Dow is off 456. The NAS was up eight. What do you make of it, Nancy Tangler? Interest rates versus stock multiples? Is that the deal? Yeah, so I'm going to be the optimist today, Larry, I think. Um, there's a, been a big flushing out in the in the market, and that, as, as a long-term investor, that's always good. Mm. We saw the largest outflows in equities uh, through the 20th of the month uh, since since the fourth quarter of, of 2022, and we know what happened after that. market had a really nice run um, until the summer of this year. So if I look at it with a little bit of perspective, you know, the, the S&P is still up 11.7%. The, the Nasdaq still up 26.3, despite these concerns about quote high interest rates. But in my investing career, I mean, these <laughs> a five and you know five percent treasury, six percent treasury. We, we were making money in stocks in that environment, and I think some of this is quarter end, you know, rebalancing, window dressing. 
Some of it is the algorithms. But I went back and looked at Volcker's term when the prime rate peaked at 21.5%, inflation at 14.8%. My first mortgage was 12.5%. I would have been thrilled to get a 7.5% mortgage. But even with the double-dip recession, stocks were up 362% during its term. Mm. And, and I think that gets lost on a lot of investors. I mean, I'm not saying that Chairman Powell is, is Paul Vol- Volcker, though I know he would want to be. Um, but I do think that a lot of this is short-term focused uh, and, and really piecemealing. We, we take every piece of data and the market reacts to it, and then it ends up getting revised up or down the next month anyway. So I'm pretty optimistic that earnings are going to come in okay. Um, For the third quarter, they're going to come in pretty good, I think, for the fourth quarter. We are no doubt seeing a slowdown uh, in the economy in the first half of next year. But that doesn't necessarily have to be bad for stocks. And between now and the end of the year, I think we get ourselves a rally. X October, I can't tell you what's going to happen in October. Well, we got Jim LeCamp, uh, Senior VP for Morgan Stanley. Jim, the question we're kicking around in the front page of this morning's Wall Street Journal. Um, rates, um, I mean, Nancy's right. Historically, there's nothing nothing crazy about a 5% uh, bond, for example, or a 5% two-year bond is 4 460 But it's a question of going from near zero rates for 15 years to now, you know, 5%. Um, rates will stay high, maybe higher, and for longer. That's sort of the issue. And how does that affect stock market values, um, you know, focusing on the multiple? How does that affect it? And is the multiple too rich in relation to a 5% interest rate, Jim LeCamp? That's, I think, what the, that's what the question is before the House this year is that we went from monetary excess, which was too many rate cuts for too long, to fiscal excess, where we increased the money supply by 40% over a very short-term time frame. And if you look at how the market's responding to that, those areas that have benefited from the fiscal largesse from the government, you know, the, the construction, the, uh, the building of infrastructure products, et cetera, those areas are doing pretty well. The rest of the economy is not doing very well at all. And although Nancy's right about uh, this previous time frame that we, where we had higher interest rates, it really depends on when you want to draw the line. Because if you draw a line from 1968 to 1982, the stock market went everywhere but nowhere all at the same time. Uh, yeah, you, you started off with the Dow at 1,000. You, you had the big correction in 73-74, and then you slowly, slowly made your way back to 1,000 on the Dow in 1982. The problem now is, yeah, we're, we're probably going to get a seasonal bounce here. Uh, the market is oversold from a technical standpoint. Uh, October through April, historically, late October through April is historically our sweet spot in the market, and particularly the fourth quarter. So we could get a nice little bounce here, especially if we start to see these Treasury yields come back in a little bit, which I think we will. The bigger issue is... The market hadn't done anything this year. Yeah, it's up 11, but if you strip out six stocks, the average uh, the, the average return on the stock market would, would only be about 0.6% this year. So I think that's what we're looking at. I think we're looking at a messier market because we have a very messy 
fiscal policy. We have valuations that aren't terribly daunting, but they're sure not compelling. And you you have a very uncertain earnings picture. Credit's tightening up. The consumer's starting to lose uh, their largesse from uh, the government as well. So I think it gets kind of messy beyond uh, a fourth quarter bounce here. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Um, Nancy Tangler, <clears throat> I don't think interest rates have peaked. I don't think they have. I don't think the Fed funds rate, the Fed's target rate has peaked. And I think oil is going to throw a monkey wrench into the hopes and prayers of lower interest rates. I mean, actually, the market has been wrong about interest rates for over a year. It keeps thinking yeah. we're going to get big declines. The Fed's going to ease. Rates are going to come back down. Uh, futures markets, predictor markets, blah, blah, blah. But that hasn't happened Um Neil Kashkari of the Minneapolis Fed is saying the rates are going to go up. You know, sometimes he's right, sometimes he's wrong. There are no geniuses. I understand that. Crystal balls are always cloudy. I understand that. But I'm just giving an alternative scenario. Uh, the Fed funds rate goes to six and the um, the 10-year bond goes to five plus and the economy goes into recession next year. <laughs> that's that's what yeah. I think is going to happen. Yeah, we're starting to hear. I mean, uh, NextEra Energy Partners got slaughtered last week, down twenty percent and twenty percent in two days, because they announced that they had, you know, their um, borrowing costs were going up, and mm. so they were going to cut their payouts to investors. But the flip side of that, I'm, I'm not arguing that all stocks are going to go up. And, and I actually think, to Jim's point, that one of the opportunities is that this market has been very narrow, and we're finding some great companies to buy with attractive valuations uh, that we were unable to find uh, going into 2020. And so, I mean, I'm not always optimistic. We bought puts for our clients' portfolios in February of 2020, not because we knew about the COVID bear market, but we couldn't find anything attractive. But the flip side of the higher interest rate environment for some of these large companies, like take Microsoft, who refi- who issued debt, put the cash on the balance sheet, their cash balances went up this last quarter from $550 million to $900 million, uh, billion, sorry, uh, no, million, sorry, million. <laughs> early, very early. I, I barely escaped New York yesterday, guys. <laughs> 
Um, oh. But anyway, you swam. Um, and you swam out of New York. If you print enough <laughs> money, it's real easy to confuse the M word with the B word because <laughs> well, the numbers just keep going up. What was the yield on US that? Government. What, what did Microsoft pay on that? What was their What was their rate? Do you know? They were, you mean, on they're issuing their debt? Well, they yeah. Apple and Microsoft were doing it two years ago. So they were in the low 1% to 2%. Uh, they were also issuing euro bonds. But so their debt payments haven't gone up, but their cash balances have gone up. So one of the great ironies whenever the government inserts themselves is that the big get bigger, right? We saw it with the banks after Dodd-Frank. And um, I think, you know, we're going to see some of these companies are in much better shape. Thanks to higher interest rates, hmm. not small caps. And not some of the you know companies with no earnings. So I think there's areas to make money and to be optimistic. I don't think you you know broadly. I, I'm not super thrilled with you know indexing the S and P. I just but there I just take sectors. I just take the um, whatever the market consensus is. I do the I think the reverse. And the market <laughs> consensus for a long time uh, has been that rates are going to come down that the Fed target's going to come down, and that proved to be wrong, and that, you know, bond rates in general are going to come down. That's proven to be wrong. And I think that's still the market consensus. And I think people, we got to take a break, but basically, I mean, I think the energy store, energy is so important to no all doubt. this. You no know, and, and I think people are underestimating that. I know the Fed is underestimating the power of uh, energy oil prices <clears throat> which affects food prices anyway we got jim lecamp senior vp investments at morgan stanley and nancy tangler ceo and cio of laffer tangler i'm cuddler we'll be right back with some more on the stock market this is the larry kudlow show larry kudlow here business owners need to know about the erc program because you may be eligible for a refund of up to $26,000 per W-2 employee if you had employees on the payroll during 2020 and 21 through a government program called the Employee Retention Credit Program, or ERC. You can qualify for ERC even if you received a PPP loan. How much money can you get back? All you need to do is visit governmentaid.com to understand if you are eligible for a refund. There are no upfront fees. They only get paid if you receive a refund. Powered by Bottom Line Con that's an established company whose mission is to educate American businesses on the ERC program and help them realize cost savings. GovernmentAid.com has helped thousands of companies and may be able to help you. The process of filing is complex, and the team at Bottom Line has the expertise to help. It doesn't happen overnight, so get the ball rolling today. Visit GovernmentAid.com to understand if you are eligible for a refund. That's GovernmentAid.com. This is the Helium Highlight Minute, sponsored by Desert Mountain Energy, an early mover among junior explorers in the helium space. Helium has become one of the most sought-after elements on Earth, yet is now in short supply. Desert Mountain Energy has positioned itself as a leader with the world's first solar-powered processing facility and over 100,000 acres within the U.S. Southwest, known to produce some of the world's richest helium. Many high-tech applications are totally dependent on helium. 
Helium, now a $6.5 billion market, is projected to grow sharply. Desert Mountain Energy, with its active development program, could play a vital role in meeting helium demand for years to come. It is time to look at helium and the crucial position of Desert Mountain Energy. This Helium Highlight Minute has been sponsored by Desert Mountain Energy, U.S. trading symbol DMEHF, and in Canada, DME. Web address, DesertMountainEnergy.com. The proceeding may contain forward-looking statements which may not be realized. I'm Naheem Hines, running back for the Indianapolis Colts and proud supporter of the Muscular Dystrophy Association. My mom was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when I was 14, and I watched her struggle. But MDA helped her get the best treatments and care, and they also helped kids like my buddy Ethan. My name is Ethan, and I'm 12 years old. Thanks to the Muscular Dystrophy Association and people like you, I have more hope than ever before. From day one, they've treated me like family at my local care center. MDA is the only one that funds over 150 care centers across the U.S. to help provide state-of-the-art care for adults and kids like me. For over 70 years, MDA has been transforming the lives of people living with muscular dystrophy, ALS, and other related neuromuscular diseases. They fund the research for breakthrough treatments, care, and cures. And MDA provides support to thousands of families like mine and Ethan's in communities like yours. Thanks to MDA, kids and adults can live life to its fullest. Join us and learn more at mda.org today. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter as in i totes love going to the mall with becca another word you might hear is jelly jelly is a shorter better way to say jealous as in chloe i am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will think you're um rad just the same to learn more visit adoptuskids.org a public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. And together, we turn great ideas into reality by accessing our networks, our experience, and the best of ourselves to make a difference. Around the world, Rotary brings leaders together to build new friendships and to solve problems. Like in Austria, where generations work side by side to build sustainable housing and community centers. In India, volunteers run a mobile blood bank to help provide a steady blood supply for their local community. And in Taiwan, people are working hard to get vulnerable citizens the support and services they need. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. We're talking to Nancy Tangler, CEO and Chief Investment Officer, Laffer Tangler Investments. And Jim LeCamp, Senior Vice President Investments at Morgan Stanley. So, uh, Jim LeCamp, let's see. I'm just looking at this stuff. 
Bonds went up 14 basis points, the 10-year note 458. The 30-year was up 18 basis points. Those are pretty big moves. Then uh, crude, so West Texas was flat. It's closing at, I'm going to call it 91. And Brent was up two, so I'm closing that at 95. The other thing interesting to me, gold's gone down quite a lot. Now it's back to 1849. So I don't know what to make of that. Higher rates, lower gold, but oil energy is still strong. Nationwide, $3.82 down slightly. This energy problem is not going to go. Oil problem is not going to go away, Jim. No, it's not. They've drained completely drained the strategic petroleum reserves. The U.S. rig count is down 19%. You've Mm. got companies like Exxon and Chevron saying, if you guys don't want us to produce more of this stuff, we're not going to. And so you don't have the supply response that you would normally have. And i got to tell you, if you look at the history of these past oil uh, spikes, they all culminate with the futures chasing this stuff higher. So I'm. I think this thing's going to end with a spike, and that's going to be really tough on the economy. A, B. You've got a stronger dollar, which is not going to help corporate earnings for the most part. You couple that with higher oil prices, and it is problematic. And it what's what's really ironic about higher oil prices is it takes money out of consumers' pockets. And if you look at retail sales and you strip out what they're spending at the gas stations, uh, it's already starting to hit uh, the consumer. And let's not forget, we're a 70% consumer-driven economy. So uh, I think it's a real issue for the economy. I think it's a real issue uh, eventually for the markets. Uh, But for investors, I think you can still be in this area, and I think you should be in this area. Yeah, you know, Nancy, the DXY dollar index now back to 106. Uh, I think the... The peak in this cycle is 112 or something, 113. But does that affect, I mean, I I like a strong dollar. I always like a strong dollar. But I like a strong, stable dollar. You get these dollar wiggles, ups and downs. Does this wiggle up uh, affect earnings? Yeah, I mean, Jim's absolutely right. And I think I, I said this when I was with you on the show this week, that our biggest concern is not higher interest rates. It's the rising dollar because multinationals, I mean, some of them are able to hedge. Uh, like an Apple, but a lot of times, you know, you get the, yeah, X currency, we were up X, but the currency has a profound impact. And so I am concerned about it. I I probably should have let everyone know that we were at a bottom in in, uh, July, August, because that's when I went to Europe. And so everything was super expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm the perfect contrary indicator. But um, Where'd you go? Did you go to Italy? Oh, uh, no, actually, uh, I went to um, Hungary and and Germany, and it, it, I, I mean, I did. I went to Italy, I and I, I love their Italy. politics there now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. This right wing woman bad in, in Italy, and the EU is yeah. all pissed off. But Germany's in a recession, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it was pretty slow, but there, I mean, there are a lot of Americans there, of course, and a lot of tourists. But yeah, it was um, it was it wasn't the best trip, I have to say. Um, but <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> Anyway, I guess, yeah, so I am, I mean, and oil is profound in, in people's heads even more than it is in their, um, mm. in their pocketbooks because we do use less. But I think one of the things that Powell did in his press conference when he said, yeah, it doesn't really matter, I mean, right. that, that is not correct because right. it trickles through all aspects of the economy. But I think the last thing I'll say is an offset 
Yep, the excess savings are gone. Yep, people are having to pay back their student loans. Um, Yes, interest rates are higher. Oil prices are higher. But one of the things that we have to remember is that net worth, consumer net worth, is is at 154 trillion, and that's uh, 37 trillion above pre-pandemic levels. So people are saving less because they don't really necessarily feel the urgency because their net worths are so high. So I I don't think that mitigates 100 percent. I think Jim's right that you know consumers are going to, and particularly the low end, um, are feeling this and are going to feel it even more. But I I do think there's some some mitigating factors. By the way, that net worth is an important number often overlooked uh i'll mm-hmm. call it 150 trillion you know um everyone rails on about federal debt and i don't like federal debt either uh but federal debt at 33 trillion and then you take out the interagency account it's, i don't know what it is about 20 it's actually about 25 trillion debt in public hands that's really a small fraction of consumer household net worth i mean mm-hmm. it's a when you think about it, it's a very good debt equity ratio. I mean, I mean, the government but spends too it, much, but, it's, but if you take it's Austrian not that school big a deal. economics, they'll tell you that when you print money, the price of everything goes up, and a yeah. lot of that net worth increase was in fiscal assets and real estate because we printed so much go. money. All right, kids. Thanks, uh, Jim, Thanks, Jim. Jim LeCamp, thank you. Nancy Tangler, love, love, love. Folks, I'm Kudlow. We're going to take a break and then come back with some money and politics on the other side. Liz Peek and Joe Concha. Stay with us, please. Today. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.